0: Today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> Head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook today. Got a pick of the week for you. Look, AJ, my inside source man, says the Avs are repeating 100%. So oh, yeah. Sorry. Go put your money down on the Avs.
1: That's our pick of the week. I told like 40 people that. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on it. Abs to go back-to-back. One day of training camp, and I just decided, repeat champs, baby.
2: (laughs) I mean, we all saw him on the ice. We all feel it. Oh, yeah.
0: Mac leading that charge feels pretty good right now. So head on over to DraftKings. Go to the pick of the week. Uh, I don't know. Bet on whatever you want after that. You can bet on McKinnon's line was 99.5 points. So you believe he's over 100?
2: And he's got to do it eventually, right? You would think. You would
0: think. (laughs) But check him out. This Mack truck has a 100 point season. I'm saying,
2: <laughs> 100 million dollars, 100 point season. That adds
0: up to me. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions and conditions apply. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. We're out here at Breckenridge Brewery at the farmhouse. Our friend Stanley's
1: around hanging out. Pretty cool day.
0: For put one it half way.
2: second I was like, Who's Stanley? Like? And then yeah.
1: <laughs> he brought his cup. I got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are touching his cup and it's really awkward. I didn't
3: touch his cup.
1: It's <laughs> t- it's true. Megan Megan was not interested.
2: No, not interested in touching no. it?
3: Why not? Don't feel right about it.
1: I also didn't feel right about it and then I said
3: Peer pressure. I, where <laughs>
1: let's do this. Where were people getting the shots of Maltsev's name engraved wrong? Because the ring
3: doesn't You're have any right. names
0: engraved. I, was, uh, well, I, I
2: think, was gonna say. It's,
3: I think it's edited. Um, like somebody <laughs> did it online.
0: Because the, na- the There's no names. The actual cup, there are no names. It's yeah, it just says Colorado Avalanche. It just says Colorado yeah. Avalanche. Yeah.
2: Now.
1: They should I, leave it like that.
0: Well, Don't what,
2: even put names on it. I wonder if they put them on like the. Uh, presentation cup, because
0: there's. Yeah, because there's the three
2: different cups. There's three cups, different cups. Yeah. So I wonder if like the traveling one hasn't been done yet. but I... They put it on the Hall of Fame one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Maybe. Could be. I don't know, to be honest. but
1: What would you guys do with the cup if you had a day with it? I don't know if I can say on the show. <laughs> Since Wendy... Oh. The fact that then just given the history of the show, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, and the fact that we, yeah we we some asked of the things that we've before. talked
1: about, and now all of a sudden you're like I don't think I can talk uh, about it in we, public. Have
0: we talked about anything deeply
1: illegal on the show? I don't. <laughs> well, Megan has no. <laughs> yeah, well, Megan's Megan's only hinted what? at her genocidal <laughs> tendencies. What are we doing? I can do
3: all
0: the
2: No, I don't know what I'd do. Uh, I don't know. I've had to, I've I've tried to answer this question on like four separate shows now, and I'm still at I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just not sure. I'm, oh, I'm still
3: ahead. at bringing it to Puerto Rico. I don't know that it's That's ever great been answer. there. answer. Not great right now answer. though. Yeah, that. I, love. What I I'm, really
0: end up doing is like just streaming myself playing video games with it and like sitting in it or something. Well, oh.
1: yeah. I'm I'm taking it on helicopter ride over Mount Kilauea in Hawaii. No, <laughs> while it's blowing up.
2: AJ's, what? Aj's original. And dropping it in. Aj's. <laughs> Original answer that spurred the, the thought process of just run general errands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> grocery store. I'm going to go to the grocery yeah. store. Yeah, and it's
1: where I put the hot dogs, like <laughs> yeah. throw in, the, in, the, in the bowl.
0: Don't yeah.
2: acknowledge it to anybody yeah. that asks. Like, just trying to do my shopping, service Please leave me alone. Just going through the checkout yeah. line. Yeah. Like, uh, weren't hot dogs on sale? Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought they. Well, when were. when you have
0: like
1: the keeper of the cup, like wandering behind you, <laughs> like
3: clipping coupons. Look, <laughs> look, <laughs>
1: look, Phil. You're going to be my body man for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need everybody to back up off me.
2: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I try to get my grocery shopping done.
1: I was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was told hot dogs were two for one. <laughs>
2: yeah. However many you can fit in the bowl for five dollars. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Phil Kessel special. What?
2: Yeah, <laughs> it is.
1: Doesn't the bowl? Isn't the bowl like five gallons or something ridiculous?
0: Oh
3: my.
1: So you're telling me I need to buy a lot of ramen yeah, if I'm yeah. gonna fill it up? Really dump it in there. Go hard. Like go to Maruchan headquarters. <laughs>
2: Anyway. Oh, nice. Someone's got their baby in there. Oh, the best. My my sister's here. Where's your baby? Why isn't she up there? Where's your baby? Oh, my other sister. What missed opportunity? Just an existential
1: question in general. Where's
2: your baby? In general, where's your baby? Do you know where your child is?
0: It could be on a
1: podcast right
0: I was now. Say, yeah.
1: yeah, We should get <laughs> children to do this. Oh, yes. We absolutely should. To do the pod. There's oh, like a oh, bunch oh. of kids hanging around. <laughs> Put them in headsets. Let them talk abs. It's just whatever happens, happens. We'll go to the bar. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, uh, it, it is a great day. I hope for those of you that made it down here, you, uh, you're having the time you were hoping for. Uh, but okay. there was also an entire day of training camp today. Was there? Barely. Hell yeah. Didn't barely. feel it felt like three days worth of training camp, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It was a long one. But it did happen. It did after Bednar says that he was gonna swap up the groups, yeah. he swapped one guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was not very different from yesterday in that regard. Is it Brad Hunt? It was. I, was, yes. I, was, I, was say,
2: I lost track of him yesterday. I didn't even I didn't did he not skate yesterday, Brad Hunt? No,
1: he was with group two. Yeah, he was in group two.
2: Wow, he really stood out.
1: <laughs> I actually did like the day that he had yesterday I thought it was mm-hmm. fun yeah.
2: uh, I
1: thought he had a lot better day today He was one of the guys that really I noticed quite a lot And mostly because The top line kept trying to jam the puck past him <laughs> And he just wouldn't let it go
2: Well it was I thought it was interesting because we talked I think that was on yesterday's show Where um, You know we were saying Is this maybe someone that we slept on a little bit As they may have plans for him to be part of the NHL roster, maybe as a seventh D. And then today he was skating pretty much all day with Jacob McDonald and uh, Curtis McDermott was skating with Bowen Byram.
1: That, that, that noise that you just heard is kind of how I felt watching Curtis McDermott.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's uh, just, that was the response that I alli- that, uh, that well, was elicited I, from me so, when.
2: I mean, look, Curtis McDermott is, he is who he is at this yeah,
1: point. Th- well, th- watching th- Bowen Byram do all the work on their pairing he does all the heavy lifting, all the all he does all the puck retrieval. Curtis McDermott literally just skated back and forth and, that, cha- and like puppy dogged him, like chased him the, around. The thing about McDermott today is, on the whole, the defense looked great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, him absolutely.
0: Lucky. So, I, I really don't have any complaint. Honestly, I would say there are multiple defensemen we'll get into that were probably the best skaters of the day. Yep. But, I I on the Brad Hunt topic, dudes who play hundred NHL games just. Don't get sent down, man. I, well, and they like, find a way to be the eighth
1: D or whatever it is. Well, and like those guys, especially once they played hundred games. Yeah, now they you're hundred NHL games. You're played. getting like, claimed, baby. Yeah, <laughs> coaches. Coaches are like, he's got the experience we really value. Yeah, yeah. Veteran
2: stars. <laughs> well, I mean, Sh- Sheldon Dry's, uh, you know, Jason Magna. Like, is that not? where all those types of I mean, Sheldon
1: are, drives was at least like 24 when the Avs gave him <laughs> all those but, games. But, but no,
2: I'm just saying like in general for him as a player, like, yeah, you hit a certain number of NHL games and the conversation that we've had so many times. Yeah. Why, oh, you, well, Alex, he, he, you can
1: call him up and you know that he'll be right. okay in those couple of games. He can, he, he
2: can handle well, a well, weekend I mean, for you. The PTO even, Alex Galchenyuk, you know, when we had the conversation yesterday, like, why aren't they taking the, let's see what he's got approach with some of the other guys? Oh, well, he's got the games. So. Yeah. It's very common... Coach
0: excuse.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has 600 NHL games played. He knows what's going on. <laughs> he okay. knew what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. <laughs> the first 400 of those games, worth. He knew. The last he 200 knew. games, he Not
0: he forgot. As much. Yeah. Uh, this is going very well. It's a, we're off to a great show. It's I, people are gonna love this one already. I yeah. can
1: tell. <laughs> we won't have any audio complaints. <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: wind, dogs. Yeah, awesome. any of your audio complaints, please direct them towards Talks. Yahir. There's,
1: right. there's an infant in a, like, right there. So, you know.
0: <laughs> you can you can direct them towards the Just uh, waiting. the
1: keepers of the cup. It's fine.
2: Oh, Bernie's here. Yeah. What do you mean you fear we can hear ourselves? How do you think we're having this conversation? <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: man,
1: here. I forgot you guys could hear each other. Yelling at each other with headsets <laughs> <But>, on. <off. laughs> the cup was whatever, but Bernie's here and Megan's like, oh
3: yeah let's go L- yeah lil, wouldn't touch the lil cup but burn Bernie?
1: shows
2: up and i'm off this show yeah <laughs> if i see lil burn walking here this headset's down and mind. i'm gone like you guys are gonna have to finish the show without me
1: <laughs> are you gonna like chase him down or just
2: carry him dog back. just go pick him up and just hold him walk him home
1: <laughs> no that's the Not thing shirt yet. We'll you go get lil burn here. and you just wander around in the background with him like tucked under your arm <laughs> yeah yeah,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> it uh yeah Pray, pray to God a little
0: burn doesn't show up because I'm out of here. <laughs> what up, Hank? To keep us semi on track here.
1: <laughs> okay. Best defenseman of the day? Sam Girard for me. Uh, I really think that the defense, uh, the defense looks really, really good, and obviously the puck moving, skating, all that stuff, it's very Sam Girardian. But defensively, I've really, really through two days here, I've really liked what I've seen so far. I think it's been really good, and... He looks great. He looks healthy. He looks revitalized. He looks a lot more like the Sam Gerrard that we've really come to expect uh, and not the version that struggled so badly in so many facets last season.
2: It's it's so funny because I do – oh, I tried. Uh, it was so funny how quickly the narrative shifted on Sam Gerrard last year because, he, like, he, he struggled. Like, no one's going yeah, to – Yeah, he,
1: he definitely had a down year. Yeah. Uh, and then I had this conversation on Twitter today for the 10,000th time, but – away from jack johnson he was much better still not to the standard that we expect sam Gerard to be at but he was much better away from jack johnson literally the only guy that he played with last year where his results were downright bad well, were it, jack johnson
0: when you extrapolate that pretty much every F D was better away from jack johnson.
1: well it's true because jack johnson uh he had a he had a significant detrimental effect on the on ice results of every pairing that he was a part of. Uh and so you're like, okay, but still we watch Sam Gerard struggle and you can't just be like, Jack Johnson. Like that <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah. Ex- it's
0: not the full party doesn't explain there, yeah.
1: away the overall struggles that he For experienced sure. last season. But it definitely you definitely think that between Eric Johnson and Josh Manson, whichever one he ends up next to Uh, or, you know, ultimately wherever he really ends up because I think they'll be pretty fluid with it this year. He's set up better than ever to be consistently successful, and that has been a struggle since Taves and Makar really got put together. It's been, where do you go with Gerard?
0: Well, in the little showings we got of him and and Josh Manson at his best in the playoffs, it was so good that it's like,
2: well, yeah. That was, you know, we talk a lot about every now and then you do just find – Whether it's at forward, at D, like you find that magical combination, kind of like what the Avs have found in Makar Taves, that not only are they great individual players by themselves, but the way they play, the way they like to play, the way they move the puck, it complements each other really well. And I felt like Sam Girard got that for the first time since he's been in Colorado with Josh Manson, where it's like, and and especially the size difference. You literally look at them both, it's like, wow, everything he does... He doesn't do everything he does. He doesn't do this. is great. Like put it them is, together, we have a phenomenal
1: pairing. It really is like your classic like left right, yeah. big small <laughs> offense defense. Yeah,
2: but skating physical the, like yeah. the
1: difference. The difference there being that Manson showed way more offense than we expected, yeah. and Gerard has always been a much better end zone defender than he gets credit for. 100%. Yeah, and so when you mesh them together, you're like these guys are both probably Gerard's probably a number three. Mm on a top tier team like like the one that he's currently yeah. on. Yeah. Uh and then you know, Manson is probably best tailored as a four five. Yeah. And but then together you're like that's a second pairing. Well yeah. and where obviously like this is we'll get to this in a yeah, sec, but like yeah. what makes the F so nasty is that Byram Johnson are sitting right there, who could just as easily be your right. second pairing. Byram Gerard, because Gerard has spent a lot of his time on the right side as well. Uh, Byram, By- Byram Gerard could be your second pairing just as easily. Yeah. Now, you don't really want to go Manson-Johnson because then uh, you've, you've made a third pairing when you didn't need to. But, but you but, haven't
0: even, like, tossed out the option of maybe you put Byram McCarr
1: together. And that... uh, well, and Byram McCarr and then taves Gerard right. as your second pairing. But, again, that, that puts you in the Johnson-Manson conversation, well, on, which and- – like you don't want to do, but you can as a third pair. The yeah. flexibility, the flexibility to roll with. Hey, if you wanted a couple of shifts in a row, yeah, you know, say that right. you guys are really pushing it. You're coming off a PK or something. Uh, you can you can go Byram Makar and then you could go Taves Gerard if you wanted. Well, Any combination of those four on back to back shifts you could do that and be and get away with it just fine.
2: So two things. One, the word flexibility I think is is the biggest. And two, the name that we haven't mentioned that maybe is most important is uh Jared Bednar. The way that he deploys his defense. Yes, he does have his kind of like rough structuring of pairings. Yeah. But again, that word flexibility over the course of forget a season, forget a week, forget a month, over the course of a 60-minute hockey game, we <laughs> will see several yeah. of yep. these combinations yep. and yeah. that's what makes their defense feel not makes their defense feel what makes their defense as elite as it is is you have all these combinations and really with the one exception of Manson-Johnson which you still say is a very solid third pairing Any pretty much yeah. any other combination you're looking at you're saying yeah, that's a second pairing
1: the only thing with Manson-Johnson is that neither one of them have a lot of time on the left sure, like, yeah like, now we're pretty coordinated people so you think that one of them could probably do it but like you really like you've taken your big thing is that your third pairing is really a second pairing and then you've created a real third pairing yeah at the at the hope of creating almost a second top pairing and it's just like or you could just one two <laughs> like one two two keep it very very easy and simple left right left right left right
2: what were you going to say?
3: I think that's why the Curtis McDermott extension makes sense because of how this decor is constructed within flexibility. You're comfortable with him as a seventh man because of the options that are available within the top six.
2: I, well, and, and Curtis uh, McDermott is the linchpin to all of this uh, taking this. All the way and, back to what started this conversation with Brad Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Am yeah. I'm
3: just, I comfortable with it? No. Are the Avs <laughs> comfortable with it?
0: I Dude, after today's training camp, I'm like... I'm just going to pencil
1: him as the 13th forward. Like,
3: you think so, eh? I'm more comfortable personally with him he there than so I am. He was so shitty on 17. defense,
1: man. It, well, the only reason I think he's getting the looks on defense is cuz they want the extra looks for the other guys at forward.
2: Well, and, and that's and that's my thing where I have a hard time penciling him in at the 13th forward cuz that does make the natural sense. They like to use him there a little bit better. He's easier to hide. It's easier to hide a 4-minute night for a forward than it is for a defenseman. Well, but part the, of that conversation is
0: Bleed is not exactly stealing the job by any means right. so far. Right. So,
1: yeah.
2: Right. And so, like, that's where you sit there. And Cogliano. <laughs> and then, again, it's like, okay, so if these names aren't working, you have the PTO and Alex Galchenyuk, who I thought had another good day. Um, it's, 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 There's so much depth up front that I'm actually even having a hard time, like, making sense of all of it. And to a slightly lesser extent on the back end too, because again we just we ran through those combinations and we didn't mention any of the extra guys who are hanging around the fringes. Yeah. uh, It's just it's it's a great problem for the abs to have. For
1: for now, there's there's no temptation. For the first time in forever, there's no temptation to sit any of your top six defenders. Right. There's really no temptation when healthy to sit any of your top twelve forwards. You're not looking for a reason. You're not looking yeah. for a reason to get any of those guys into games. You like those groups at full health. Yep. And McDermott is just like, well, for me, McDermott's value is that he takes up one he roster does
0: spot, yeah. one
1: <laughs> roster spot to do two jobs. Yeah. Because they like him on both spots, and it's just like, cool. You like that. You appreciate that about him, but... You can also do that with Jacob McDonald. Well,
3: I liked Jacob McDonald's day.
0: Yeah. He, he uh, had some very Jacob McDonald moments. I don't know how else what? to put it. I, this, is, this, this win, that's Jacob McDonald on the ice. <laughs> he <just> yeah.
1: <laughs> he was blowing past dudes.
2: I, I, blowing past him. I just... I have to, at my core, I do just have to say, we all know where Curtis McDermott's at. We were talking about it today uh, in the press room a bit. I, you do just have to give the dude a shout out for how hard he works. Like oh, he absolutely. is out there putting in like the fine detail work after the session ends. And it's just, I, I appreciate that from his level. Cause look, he's not dumb. He, <laughs> he knows the score. Yeah. He didn't play a game in the playoffs and like it was, it was never even a consideration. He, he understands and for him to still show up with that attitude of I'm here every day to be the best version of myself.
1: Yeah, I and I think it. that's where that's where the team valued Curtis Mcdermott as a human being was. Yep. Yeah, he fit into the culture of accountability, the hard work, the yep. hey, we're. I understand who I am, I understand my role, but I'm going to try well, and maximize and, my ability to do that role at the absolute peak level, and I'm going to do everything that I can to get in and and be. An whoa. impact player in the role that they want and, me in, and as a forward last year, you got to give him his props. He was 100%. fine. Yeah. He, he was, was fine. completely fine as a forward. Yep. As a defenseman, I think we would all agree he's still god awful. But his foot
2: feet hurts.
1: It's it's so bad, man. And the the, the big plotting, you know, rock you kind of defenseman. Look, you have to be able to keep up. And, he hasn't been able to keep up. And, but as a forward, the whoa, guy was guy and, was and just that's fine.
0: Part of the conversation, as much as we don't think on this podcast that a fighter is necessary or, or whatever you want to call it the avs clearly like
1: having a guy that can fill that role around and when you say the avs you include the locker room because yes, they absolutely. they clearly like having him around and anytime that guy goes ham on a dude they get the most excited yeah yep.
2: yeah well and, and look like <laughs> again i'm i'm with you guys like we we've talked on this pod before about fighting and all that stuff but but with that said like he is the first Avalanche, like, real tough guy since, like, Peter Orell, where Curtis McDermott yeah. got a hold of some dudes last they're, year. they low. Find me a fight that he won. He won Most a couple. No way, dude. Peter, not a shot. Dude,
1: Patrick Bordelo won a lot of fights. He was a really no good fighter. No way. He just couldn't he skate. He was a terrible fighter. If, if he stayed uh. on his
2: feet
0: for more than
1: four seconds, he'd beat the hell out of the guy. No
2: basically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. Oh my god. Well, and then Cody McLeod. Cody just McLeod, McLeod never won a fight his in his life. Kick. I mean, yeah. Cody,
1: Cody <laughs> McLeod was was an enforcer in that he was constantly willing to get enforced <laughs> upon. <laughs> But yeah, no yeah, there's no there's fight. no doubt that could not even call it a and bad fighter. None
0: of those guys ever
1: suplexed the Stanley Cup. So
2: Yeah, 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 that's true.
1: Accidentally. Uh,
2: but he no, doesn't
1: like... even get credit for doing it on purpose. <laughs> Cuz had he done it on purpose, he would have been a god. <laughs> Instead, he was a drunk guy trying to lift the Stanley Cup <laughs> in was, a club.
2: It was the the McDermott Ryan Reeves fight where that I noticed the bench more than anything else really got you know, like a shot in the arm from that. And and just all to say that uh yeah, the 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 reason he's still around is the team the team sees value there, the players see value there. Yeah. I just wanna make sure that we get it. And it him is love, like
1: well and we, it is what it is, right? Like we're not trying to talk ourselves around like, oh maybe they'll send him down and this right, and that. Right, right, like right, except that he's part yeah, of this equation. It, yeah. And oh, then sure. if the day comes where he ends up on waivers and they do send him down or whatever, then we'll change the math on it. But for yeah. now, we're all planning that Curtis McDermott's part of this. Well. Yeah. And he really like I it's fine. So as long as you understand who he is, blah, 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 it's totally fine.
0: We are going to – I want to get into that conversation on the forward side, but we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery. Like I are said, we? we're here at the farmhouse. Check out this baby. There's two cups here. What
1: are you pointing at? Oh, okay. The <laughs> giant point? cup? I was like, are you pointing at Jesse or Megan <laughs> right <is>. now? <laughs> I this, this baby, baby. <laughs> Look, geez, I thought, I, mean, I know we had a Jetty problem, but Jesse this is getting is out fine, of control. Alright.
0: You know, I I see a hot man. Yeah.
2: I, it just is what it is. It's, Jesse. it's daddy and it. baby all at once. <laughs> no one even knows at this point. It's just
0: Get out of here. You gotta <laughs> come down to the farmhouse. <laughs> if you didn't make it today to see the cup, you gotta come here for the hoot nanny, October eighth and 9th. You can be out here on this beautiful field. They're G- gonna have a bunch of bands There's out so here. There's so much
2: going on. I feel like I'm not like I'm, I feel like you guys say I'm not paying attention. I just I'm, I'm so no, overwhelmed by what's I, happening. I genuinely yeah.
0: feel like I'm missing out by not turning around and like seeing what's happening.
1: All right I know is that I didn't have to see that red, those Red Wings fans touch the <laughs> or get their get their picture with the cup. I can't believe they got let in here.
0: <laughs> that pisses like, me off so I'm trying much.
2: Trying to gauge how long this line is and trying to watch yeah, you, people up. There you with got here late. We I just did. got to go right up I there.
0: Disappointing. Uh, anyway, check out Breck Brew. They have amazing beer. They do amazing stuff like this. Uh, we're also brought to you by Avaca TV. If you're trying to watch the Avs this season, they're the easiest way to do it. Just 15 bucks a month for the first three months and only 25 bucks a month after that with code Colorado10. You can go to avaca.tv slash Colorado10. That's E-V-O-C-A dot TV slash Colorado10 to get signed up today. They've got Altitude, at and Sportsnet, NFL Red Zone, national channels, movie channels, 60 channels in total. They got it all you're totally covered for prices way cheaper than your other options like DirecTV. So check out Ivaca today. Make sure you're watching your apps. Av- you can even watch uh, this the pre- first two preseason games. They're on, on altitude. So. They are, yep, on Ibaka. It's That's the way. You can go check them out. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I want to get into Galchenyuk. I want to get into some of these other guys. Uh, are we moving
3: on from defensemen? No,
0: no I wanted to. Okay, yeah. this,
3: my top defenseman of the day was... A kind of a close tie with Sam Gerard and Bo Byram, and I just didn't want to leave with slapping the about table. Bo Byram.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> Bo, I, I'm with you on this one. I, I like Bo more than G, but take it away. They
3: were both excellent, but he was sheepdogging guys into the corner and keeping them on the perimeter, and he had... McDermott anchoring him, so I just thought he deserved some credit for the day that he had, and he's had two good days too. So he's looked really excellent out there. We liked what we saw in the playoffs, and I'm hoping that this is just a continuation of what we saw at the end of last year. The confident player. So, so
2: thank you for saying that. I was mm-hmm. just about to say, Bo
3: Byram. I was
2: just having this conversation today with someone where, go back to his rookie year, and and Sick. so much of what we knew about him coming in. Uh, you know, was the was the the fact that he plays with and I hate using this term because I think some people Broncos get obsessed with like this is what you're missing. Are, are you about to tell me Bowen
0: Byram is let's riding? No, like? oh, I was
3: gonna <laughs> use the word swagger.
2: <laughs> but, you know, like we heard a lot about the, the the swagger that he's got and he plays with all this confidence and you know AJ has that great story of he's not afraid to get in guys' face and yeah. you know whatever, whatever. And that first year as rookie year, Nine even even aside forget the injuries I remember watching him play, and it's like this isn't the. This is, looks like a kid who looks like it's a little intimidating to be in the NHL. And wow, these guys are all really big and fast. And it was game one of the season last year. He grabbed the puck, and you just knew that's a completely different player. Yeah. And I think being able to to stick around in the playoffs, play as well as he did, um, I think that gave him a real, real boost of confidence to an already confident young man. Is. I think that you Sick. can see the potential to uh, really take another step this year because he now has a year where I did it. I, I played, and I played with the best. I got a Stanley Cup. Like, you know, yep. I can do this. Literally can't do any better. <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's And, you know, we kind of already touched on it, but G, Bo, Ty, Bo. Ty, Bo. Ty, Bo. Bo.
2: Tie? Uh, I, I can't tell. Are you trying to like, make a word? No, you no, said, no. no. G- They're too young for Tybo. G? No, I know what Ty. You said, you said G, Bo? G, Bo? Tybo? Uh, he tie, pe- Bo? he said was like, G
0: was best defenseman. I think it's Bo. Do you think it's Bo, or you kind of were hedging with a tie?
3: I'm leaning towards Bo for today. Okay. Thank but you. if I'm compiling both days, G. Because okay. G looked All right. really so good. Now we're yesterday. getting into technicality. <laughs> I was going to say. Today, Bo. Everything, G.
0: Jesse? I'm going to take G. Oh, Even split, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh.
2: Well, and it's just because dude had a broken sternum like two <laughs> months ago. And, the and fact and that he's skating at all. Is right. Right. He didn't. The, the fact that he's he skating <laughs> and looks as good as he does, uh, it's just it it's been impressive to me because obviously he started taking care of himself uh, a couple months ago to get back ready for this. and. He had every excuse in the book to use training camp to, like, oh, I'll use that to ramp back up. You
1: could tell when he did the cartwheel at the parade that G had been
2: putting some work <laughs> in
0: to get healthy. He was doing
1: all right. He was ready, yeah. Well, and we say all this, so like, these are the best
0: guys at camp. And, we like, things that we just don't even mention are, like, oh, yeah, Kael
1: McCarr just sent Alex Galchenyuk to the shadow realm at one point. <laughs> like, just par for the
2: course. <laughs> like,
1: Bro, What's that? Sense. Alex Galchenyuk got defense played upon him and immediately <laughs> got rocked? Wow, what a huge shock. Oh, wait, I thought you guys were talking no, about when you walked in. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. I, yeah, 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 I was going yeah, to say,
2: yeah, yeah, no, it was, uh, damn, another one. Babies. Yeah, seriously. My sister blew it hard. <laughs> she definitely should have brought the yeah, babies. Yeah, left the babies somewhere else? Come on. Well, with I mean, my sister, why else do you even like have a baby? Else. If right? you're not going
1: to put it in the Stanley Cup, there's what no point. What else are
2: babies for?
1: That baby's, that baby's time gets wasted if it's not in the cup.
2: Breach. <laughs>
1: Breach.
2: Um... Oh, damn, I got so hyped on your baby, baby takes that I forgot what we were saying. Kale
0: McCarr put oh, baby yeah, yeah. Alex Galchenyuk in the yeah, cup today. bro, and
2: it was just like the... Like I love me some standing still dangles. Just to see some guy get walked while the guy with the puck is stationary. Yep, hilarious.
1: It was pretty fun to watch him bait him into it, and yeah. then you, kn- you like you knew everybody saw it coming. You <laughs> were like, you were like, oh here it comes, it's here it the... comes, and then yep, he just disappeared. Little <laughs> nightcrawler action.
2: Because <laughs> you, you, you almost can't even blame Alex Galchenyuk because the way that Kilmakar's feet move and his lateral movement, how he gains speed without taking a stride on just those cuts. It's just uh, It actually doesn't make sense. It yeah. actually doesn't make sense. So it's like, yeah, from a physics standpoint, Alex Galchenyuk's like, yeah, there's nowhere he can, how did he do that? Like, he his, just yeah, the It's hard yeah, to his, see him coming. His legs never moved, his ankles just angled outwards, and then he's at the red line. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, Other than that, I liked Galchenyuk's game.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we can get into that forward side of it.
2: Um. Oh, yeah, there it is. She's got it. <laughs>
0: Woo! I'm <laughs> Pod mom. <laughs> Happy birthday, Allie. Yeah. Happy
2: birthday. Yeah. Holding the cut for her birthday. Imagine that. Woo. We should get. Yeah. Woo. I'll drink a beer. I was going to say. I said I'd do I it. I just yeah. so happen to have a beer of yours right here. Let's go. Do I do it? Gross. I'll There's... do it if you don't. Oh, I thought that was going to be if you, do it. you do it. I think you can do it. I believe in you. Do it and you're cool. <laughs> do you remember do that time we tried cool. to drink beer out it.
1: of uh, trophies? Here, I'll do it if you won't. It did not go I don't well. Care if it's They dirty. all had
2: holes in them. Yep, there it is.
3: That's an that's an that's an appropriate amount. Yeah. Someone needs to pour it. Someone needs to help her. Ooh.
2: Oh, she's got it. She's got it. She's got it. it. Look at that. Easy. That's right.
1: That's right. Well done. That's right. Y'all should have Y'all should have heard Allie when the cup came out. (laughs) She was like, Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) It's the cup. It's right there. It was honestly awesome. Hey, like awesome. I wish I wish I still felt that way about things in I the remember
0: world. my first time.
1: But I'm <laughs> I'm too dead inside and she's very much not and that was a, an adorable moment in history. It was adorable. It was great. Uh on to the forwards. Uh Megan, oh, are we done a, with defense? Yeah,
0: unless you had more to say. No, I was just, just kidding. Oh my god, get so out Jacob of here. So Jacob McDonald.
2: <laughs> 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 Megan,
0: I want to I want to give you first crack at at the forwards here. I'm curious who stood out to you.
2: Ah. Well, Sorry, there's mud over here. I almost put my new, my new damn Daniels in it. That's on you for wearing those.
3: Different things, too. Like, I'm viewing it through the lens of day one into day two, and so I still liked the second line a lot. Yeah,
1: just cruise right on through, man.
3: <laughs> I thought, the, I thought Cogliano kids. and Sedlock had a better day. Um,
2: <laughs> I, I'm fully bought into the A.J. Haefley way of thinking yeah. about Andrew Cogliano. Yeah, for sure. Bro, take 82 games off. I don't give a fuck. Show
0: no. up on April 3rd really and like, let's go. I
3: didn't hate yeah. Cogs' day one and two. It's just that fourth line is really not working. And I
1: think he looks awful. <laughs> he, I just don't care. <laughs>
3: he's a high point in my view compared to what Sedlak and Libra, especially day one. But today I thought Sedlak looked more comfortable than he did from day one. Um, So that stand out in that it's better from what I saw yesterday, but it's still like, it's the top nine that are looking good. Ben Myers looked more comfortable. That line is still figuring some things out. And then the top line, it's really Nathan McKinnon that's standing out. I'm still looking for a little bit of Nico and Leckie to find another their baby.
2: Way. Another baby. <laughs> There's so
1: many babies. I, we get a daddy in the cup or what? I'll go up there right now.
3: Evan Rodriguez. Will you go put excellent.
1: me
2: in the cup? AJ can pick me up and set me in it.
1: This conversation makes me
0: uncomfortable. So I,
2: I have, You're the one who just said it.
0: You brought up Evan Rodriguez, and I am. At the end of the day, someone is going to win that 2C battle. It's not going to be
1: him. Do you
0: think it's going to be Newhook?
1: I do. And yeah, I think me. I think Rodriguez had a big step back today. Uh, I didn't like him nearly as much as I liked him yesterday, and I thought Newhook continued to really push. I think his speed, he just looks – Newhook looks really, really, really ready for this moment for his career. And as good a day as Rodriguez had yesterday, uh, I think he took a big step back. Uh, and was noticeably, uh, to my eye, the worst of the three on that line today. And not that I thought it was bad, just not as good as the others. Woo-hoo!
2: Um,
1: oh, I thought you did it on purpose. From over here, because I, I see your hand, I thought you tilted it, and then we're like,
2: woo Well, I was going to say, and then... I thought you were playing with it. And then woo-hoo came out, yeah. which made it sound ultra-positive, yeah. Um, Sorry. Anyway, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, it's just... I think the way the ABS coaching staff views it, and this is more of me trying to read between the lines of stuff that we've heard over the last two days. We've only had two days of media availability to, to kind of get their thoughts. Otherwise, we're just kind of you know projecting onto what we think. But I, I get the sense, I get the sense that the ideal situation for Evan Rodriguez is on that third line. I, mean, I think, I, I think you, what they are shooting for is for Alex Newhook to. Wow, that's really annoying. None of those nest inside each other. I know. <laughs> it's really bothering me. That drives me out. You would really insane. think the cups would. I would. really thought they would. Yeah, that's uh, it's upsetting. Um,
1: These are like bad uh, Russian dolls. <laughs> uh,
2: and, and, and I think they want New Hook in that two C spot. I think that's what they are v- pushing for. Um, now if you can have at the beginning of the season, uh, you know, some type of you know, be able to platoon that a bit. Hey, well, Newhook, while well, you're feeling for sure. super, super comfortable, you know, whatever. Um, but I do think they ultimately want Evan Rodriguez on that third line. I think they want Alex Newhook on the second line. Um, so for me, that's how I'm trying to look at Evan Rodriguez as well. How does this eventually settle in do a third well, line? And to that
0: point, Val Nichushkin did skate publicly today. No. Speaking uh, of Russian dolls. <laughs> yes. Nailed <laughs> I, it. We got Russian dolls, we got Ken dolls, it's <laughs> it's all over the place. Uh, it, Val, you know, we'll see, didn't skate particularly hard yet, but on the ice is a good thing to see, a, a positive step there, especially knowing Landy will not be ready for opening night. Uh, there's a very real possibility the Abs are going into opening night with four of their top six guys. Yeah.
2: I mean, they don't even know if Lanny's going to be skating by opening right. That. Like yeah.
0: you're, you're talking. He could be out till like December. Right?
1: I'm like telling him? you, I'm, I'm mentally erasing him from line of consideration until December. Really? Yeah. So until, until they give us any kind of an update that includes a timeline or something has moved forward. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna.
2: Not, not on the ice is the only part of that that makes me. It's ominous. Concerned a little yeah, bit. You're like, yeah, you like, damn, not even. Light skating, you know, and and right. that was where Jared Bednar said there's no timetable for him to get back on the ice. So like we're not even sure when he can start the on ice rehab. This is why of it. I'm
1: just saying, look, well, three months, forget yeah. about it. Yeah, if it happens before, then sick. If it doesn't, well, fine. So this opens up two conversations.
0: Will the Evs start the season with both Newhook and Rodriguez in the top six? Yes. And two. We've kind of beat around the bush. Alex Galchenyuk.
2: If, uh, so yes to the first question. And then if if you told me you have to make a decision on Alex Galchenyuk today after two days of camp, I I would say he probably makes the team. But, but we haven't seen him in any games. We haven't seen him try to play the team defense side of this on the four check, uh, hounding pucks. And as AJ pointed out yesterday, that hasn't ever really been a big part of his game. Um, I asked him today what it's been like getting to know Jared Bednar and playing with this team and, again, saying the right things. Yeah, He got a lot
1: of individual instruction from Bednar yep, today.
2: Yep, so. and, and he, he said, he said, I like how clear he is. He's very, again, I, I don't remember exactly what he said. I'll, I'll put the video up on, on Twitter, but, you know, he said something like, to the effect of, you know, you never have to question what is being asked of you. Jared Bednar makes it very clear, um, and... And, and, and then, you know, he, he said, I like this pace. They play really fast. And I asked him, this kind of suits your, your style, right? And he said, absolutely. It's one of those things where you're not having to think too much about the game. You're just making reactionary plays. You're making them at, at, at uh, a quick pace. So, uh, again, if, if you're telling me, yeah, you got to either choose to sign him or not sign him based on two days of camp, I'd probably give him a deal. But I'm anxious to see him get into some games on starting on Sunday to see how are you actually – you know, acclimating to this system and what's being asked of you, on you know, away from the puck. Uh,
1: based on two days of camp, would you guys sign him?
2: The two of you? Oh, so yeah, I'm assuming you're not asking me because I said that I, twice, yes. right? <laughs> I think that I would. Not
0: not even as much based on his play, but based on how underwhelming Anton Bleed has been and, yep. and the rest of the guys kind of vying for that 13th or 12th forward spot.
3: think Bleed is so bad. (laughs) I feel bad saying that. I don't normally feel that way. He doesn't seem acclimated. (laughs) I'm so sorry. So yes, I I think the smart move, too, looking at how the groups really didn't change, especially the forward groups from one into two, and giving him another good look on the second line with Newhook and Rodriguez, Uh. I'd be more comfortable with Galchenyuk. And we talked about coach's comfortability with guys with NHL experience. I really don't see... Something really shocking, changing that either because I think he would be more comfortable with the NHL experience that's under Galchenyuk's belt. With respect to guys being out of the lineup, like I don't know how soon we see Valachyushkin come back. So, just with that in mind, I think it it's a practical choice, and it actually makes the PTO make a lot more sense that they like they knew about these injuries and were planning around it.
1: Uh, All right, I'll be the... I'll uh, just, you'll be the Noted no. You'll be
3: the no. Noted cater? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why not? Uh, why not? Yeah. Uh, well, because two days of camp versus 200 games in the NHL. The last three, three NHL seasons or so, uh, for me, those hold more weight than the two days of camp. So the fact that he just... The skill portion of his game is going to be a great fit. I just don't think he's got the rest of it the rest of it and then if you sign him then you're stuck with it
2: eh, are you though
1: yeah because then you end up with that guy doing nothing for you he can't provide you a bottom six role
2: but if sure but but and I mean, then like, and then wave you him s- and it's buried oh uh, yeah, yeah say, and then and
1: it? then now now you have an unhappy dude down in the ahl just wasting time so and yeah, and again that's, yeah. it, we're, it, we're sitting around talking about culture you don't want so we, wasted time so here. So mutually
0: agree to terminate the contract then. Like. Okay,
1: but those don't – that doesn't – you see one of those ever happen, and it's always when a Russian player goes to the KHL. Well,
2: no, but, it, but I mean, to me it's that almost – It doesn't
1: happen in, with North Americans.
2: The, the, the culture is almost, to me, more of a reason why I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. Like, you're on a one-year deal. Yeah, if it doesn't work, to me that's almost more of like a, hey, we don't give out – like, we don't yeah. just give this stuff away. No excuses if
1: yeah. you're not living
3: up to it. Yeah. Then you know, why'd you
1: sign him in the first place? Because you thought he could. Yeah,
2: because you thought he could. The
3: same reason why you sign any free agent. And I wonder if it's mutually agreed upon what could happen next if he didn't perform. Like, when you talked to him, did you ask if he had talked to other teams?
2: Uh, about no, I didn't PTO? ask him. Okay. No? I was
3: curious, I mean, it sounds really pessimistic to say, but I wondered what other offers were even out there mm. to him if he sees this as a last look and for like, this it, season.
2: Yeah, and, and I mean, like, if that guy's really that disgruntled, and like, doesn't report to your AHL, cool then you terminate the contract and it's it's whatever like to me i just because uh, aj like you're not wrong like about the last you know his last year in the games but just purely playing devil's advocate like he also has more nhl games where he, he he's played more good nhl games than he has bad nhl games and, and you say okay cool we're well, going to put you in the ultimate situation to succeed and see and, if you can do it and uh, part of that conversation
0: too is he's 28 it's not like this guy is 34 and and is like can't skate anymore um but anyway. He's not that great of a skater. He's
1: not. But if he was 34, he would.
2: Watching be him today, I guess you I was just. said he was
3: powerful. Yeah.
1: He, I was watching him today, and I was really surprised at how much I didn't like his skating.
2: He he reminded me of kind of like an EJ type where it's like it takes him a minute to get there. But once that dude's in like full gallop, I'm not he, stepping in front of him. He needs the tracks, but yeah, then yeah, it's yeah.
0: going.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, um, he's not going to burn you out of the corner or anything, but get going through neutral zone. and.
1: Yeah, he just doesn't play with any power. He doesn't he doesn't want to get touched. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it's like it all what I'm saying, it just all goes to nothing. It doesn't build to anything. So anyway, nobody, I wanna see how I wanna see how he plays in the game. Like like in reality, resu- no, I, one it gets was just signed. it was a hypothetical where I was curious. <laughs> nobody
0: gets sucked two days of training camp. I assumed in, that like, I
1: was the pessimist there, but I wanted to make sure.
0: Um y'all think anyone has ever drank athletic greens out of the cup?
1: No. That's
0: no
2: That's what I do with my day. <laughs> Drink athletic green all day, <laughs> all day.
3: Just chunks of athletic green. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. In it one end, out the you other. Up, just you more of so it. So much that's more. why you need the full day with it. Uh, ah, yeah. that's disgusting. Such, well, a, such a great meal supplement. That don't
0: do that, but. Do get yourself some Athletic Greens. It's great for you. It'll help boost your immune system. We've got 75 different vitamins and minerals in it and even helps athletes with their workout routines. Many of them use it as a daily thing. It's just one scoop in your cup of water every morning. <clears throat> so, super easy to use. When you order today at athleticgreens.com/avalanche, you can get a free year supply of vitamin D along with your order. So check it out today, take control of your health. Get yourself boosted. I gotta go get my flu shot. Actually, it's flu season, mm-hmm. so
2: I gotta take care of that too. I didn't used to do that, and Hannah makes me. She doesn't make me. She started. Are we the same person? Highly though? recommending <laughs> it. Well, we had a dentist appointment on the same day like twice now. My actually my favorite. The first time you and I both had a dentist appointment on the same day, yeah. we both thought it was for like Wednesday, and it was actually on <laughs> Thursday. <Come> on, guys. <laughs> so we might be. Yeah. Just, Diverged. We're clones. Through, man. Hannah isn't real.
0: You're, Sarah's just married to yeah. two of us. Yeah, it it's fine. Make sense, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's all made up. <laughs> it's all made up. Third period of the DNVR I mean, Avalanche simulation podcast. theory is
1: pretty popular.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we won't spend too much time on this, but... Simulation theory? Two, <laughs> well, we can spend a lot of time on that if you want. Group two. Uh, the <laughs> prospects, not a ton new to talk about there either. Um uh, can you call them prospects if the team doesn't use them? True. True. <laughs> uh, I thought Foodie had a great day. Uh, I thought Count had a much, much better day. But...
1: Uh, <laughs> well, sorry. No, so I'm watching people inside. and AJ sorry. just laughing at Count's yeah. sadness. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not Count-related at all. I actually agree with you. I thought Count was actually quite noticeable today. Uh, really did not seem interested in using his teammates when he had the puck. Yeah. Seemed very determined to be like, I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. I'm going to show you how great I am. And it was it was interesting. Uh,
2: uh, so I had to leave before the uh, the second session, uh, so I didn't get to see any of Martin Kaut or whatever. I wrote about him yesterday, though. And I said in there that Martin Kaut sounded – Desperate to me like, he know, you know, I mean he looked straight upset. I know I'm on my last chance here And I I wrote in there that I wanted to see that desperation Manifest why are you laughing? I'll tell you later. Okay, uh that desperation show on the ice you, you you're desperate to make the team cool. Don't get off the ice ten minutes early I know you're hurt. You know, even if you were hurt if you're limping go sit on the fucking bench talk to the coaches Show that you really are desperate. And so hearing you guys say he wasn't passing the puck, he's shooting. He's trying to, like, force, like, yes, I like this is who I am. I can score goals. Like, uh, good, because he needs to do something to stand out. You know, he makes the comment yesterday, it's hard here for prospects because this team's so good. It's like, yeah, it's hard for average prospects when the team's really good. You got to be a great prospect. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, I I just – Martin Kout has never – jumped off the ice to me and Jared Bednar said yesterday we, we've been waiting for him to take the step he has another step that we need him to take and, and he hasn't done it at the NHL level and that's what it is to me how can you be an impact guy who says we need Martin Cow to do that we use the 16th overall for that I, I agree with you to an extent and we've had this conversation
0: a million times so I'm not going to go all the way into it but You cannot tell me that Martin Kaut can't give you what Anton Bleed has given you based on this And that's
2: exactly my point. Anton Bleed can give you what Martin Kaut has given you. And that's Martin Kaut's problem. Like we've been saying for multiple years, oh, Martin Kaut could do what Matt Calvert does. Cool. Can he do more than that? Yeah, and
0: and I get it. And that's why it's tough for him to get into a spot, especially the Avs always have been this way with prospects where you really need to wow them to get those Mm -hmm. opportunities instead of – being given them over some veteran guys
1: well instead of and the frustration is you're saying oh well what can Martin count do that Anton bleed can't Well, then why did you
2: go get fucking Anton Bleed? Why? I mean I'm not even entering into the consideration that Anton bleeds like in the running for this like roster. that's what I'm saying like I got why, some bad news for you <laughs> why wait no way, no way. Like,
1: why then are you taking this time so why why did you sign him? Why because did you, you don't why did you bring Martin him Count in? you want to like, be
0: Anton Bleed. Megan, you want him to be Megan, more than that. Bring some sanity to this conversation. Please.
3: When Bleed was signed, I thought he was an eagle. So, I have wondered with a couple prospects, but Count especially uh-huh. that with a little bit more runway, he could probably do more with it, and camp would have been a great opportunity to see him in a place like Bleed. And I know we've seen looks of Martin Count in the past, but after last season, it Once he was healed, he was sent immediately back to the Eagles and never seen again. And he ended up having.
1: It just sounds so ominous. It is. He was never seen again. He ended up
3: having a great year. Are we sure he's alive? (laughs) Was it it a great year? Was it a great year, though? It uh, became it. He was was
1: was a really good AHL player. He buttoned up
3: the details of his defensive game that he needed to and became a PK guy. And so he started to carve out more of a role on the Eagles yeah. second line which
1: he was really good for the Eagles.
3: Sure. Looked yeah. better um, today too. Like the Foodie Count Magna combination looked a lot better. Um, I really did like Foodie's day. I thought that the things we talk about, that we criticize Foodie for, he defers a lot. He's not always engaging in battles, and he's a perimeter player. He he looked like he was specifically addressing these things. I saw him going in the corners, and he, he actually, I think it was to Magna, he, but he was passing the puck, and it was creating actual chances. They were each finishing, in Cowett's case, right, he was taking just singular shots to net, but they were moving the puck better between one another, and so the chemistry that brought this line back together in camp, From last season is why it was brought together, and I started to see a little bit more of it because that's why they were here in camp. Um, And then uh, I thought Sampo Ranta and Gene Bowers had another good day.
1: They look so good
0: together, in particular. Sampo Ranta in location, in training camp, is like it needs.
1: To be explicit content only, (laughs) like it's just ridiculous watching that. Yeah, (laughs) like to watch a to watch a Ranto video, you have to click an agreement. (laughs) I am over eighteen years of age.
0: Yeah, because him him and drills is
1: just not that shootout that they were doing. The move, I don't know which poor goalie got
3: absolutely
1: destroyed. Sampo juked whichever goalie that was real bad real, real bad. He
3: had so much fun doing it. He stayed on with some of the other guys and did extra work just practicing the shootout. That was what sucks so much about
2: Sampo last year. It's like his tools are so enticing. And well, they're him- so
1: obvious. Right, right. They're right, so yeah. obvious. Like, when you're talking about Martin Kaut, you're talking about a guy whose game is built around subtleties. Yeah. And Sampo Ranto, He's big. He <laughs> skates fast. He hits dudes. Dudes hit him, he doesn't seem to notice. He's got great hands. Yeah. He can shoot the daylights out. Like, you're like all these different tools are so obvious, but it's his ability to put it all of them together effectively on a consistent basis. Has never existed. Well,
2: and that was what was so disappointing about he gets sent down, and then for him to struggle at the AHL level the way he did, you were hoping that you were gonna get the Alex Newhook effect where it's like, oh yeah, he goes down there, clowns these dudes for 10 games. You know, understands where he needs to make up the the differences, sees the results from it, and now you have this great player. Sampo just kind of you know disappearing at the end of last year sucks so much because of everything you just said, AJ. Yeah. It's like we saw the tools of the draft. Like, well, that'd be fun, and then he went and really showed out his few years in college. You're like, wow, he understands. He's taking that next step. He's playing we against a bigger player,
1: significantly better. He took big steps forward yep. each season. Yeah. Yep,
2: and and so yeah, you, you know, you you hope that he can put all that back together at some point and be an impact player for the Yavs uh, this year, next year, whatever. And, and I really do think, again, I, I, I'm not, I'm not putting a 100% stock in this. There's so many factors that go into it. Guys are tired, guys are long day, whatever, whatever. But Megan, just comparing and contrasting the sample Ranta interview yesterday from the Martin Cowan, and forget the words, just the tone, yeah. the look on their face uh you know we asked Sampo about the conditioning testing and he was like yeah you know it's coming every year it's always hard it's tough but hey we're through it it's behind you you got it done whatever and the first words out of martin kaut's mouth when i said how was today he goes well it was hard because the skating and it's like it's just different mindsets and different attitudes and and um you hope that that mindset from Sampo ranta combined with sounds like he's put in a lot of work watched a lot of film in, uh, in the off season Uh, Combined with that little bit of experience he got you hope can help him unlock kind of those next steps that we saw him taking in college.
3: He's mentally very tough. The interview even last year when he was sent down from the abs after those 10 games, really positive upbeat and soaking it all in. Learned a lot. Didn't seem discouraged or disappointed, just motivated. And I think that speaks to the type of player that he is. And a lot of what I have criticized him for has been decision-making. And I'm looking around, like, when he has someone who compliments him so well, like Bowers, I think it was just about, I hate saying dance partners, but I feel like (laughs) he looks so much better when he has the right dance partners, and those decisions are being made quicker, and that was what concerned me with him, because Bowers is also fast. They are able to find each other very easily. They have instant chemistry, and it helps to have Bowers actually play center, too. These things are all working so well together that I hope that Cronin's giving them a good look.
1: Bowers today was really hard on pucks and when they were when they were in the defensive drills and his line was starting defensively he was so disruptive he had multiple uh, multiple instances where he swatted pucks either high in the blue line uh, and out of the zone and then went the other way with it or hounded the puck carrier so badly and forced him into a turnover and it was just like this is like the Shane Bowers like yeah. This is the experience that you think you're going to get with him more often than not is he's using that speed he's using his size really well uh he's never been an overly physical guy but he was really hard on pucks today and i was watching that like this is a thing and i've said this before i don't get what is missing from his game
2: i'm gonna interject i'm gonna cut you off but i just
1: really liked that aspect of it that defensively he was so locked in that Consistently was wrecking offensive drills.
2: You guys know, people listening, I'm normally the contrarian on prospects. I'm normally way lower on prospects than you guys and you know nitpicky and all that stuff. Shane Bowers is the one that I also just look at, it and I'm like, well, he fits your play style.
1: I don't get he, it. He, yeah. yeah,
2: he's heavy on the forecheck, which is what you're all like. Th- there's just so many boxes that you sit there, and like, he he is, again, we're talking about Martin Cowden and what does he need to do different, and what's his, Shane Bowers, I literally sit there and I'm like, yeah, he kind of does what you ask.
1: He, does, you this, he does this, he does this, he does this, he does this. And he's like, okay, he does all these things. He does it at a cheaper price. He's younger. He could get better. What are we doing here? He's incredibly coachable. He's very smart. Yeah. He's got a great head on his shoulders. Yes. He's a very mature individual. <laughs> he approaches the game the right way. He has a great work ethic. What are we doing here?
3: Yep. I wanted to... How did we
1: get here with Shane Bowers?
3: AJ's point about physicality is important and it came full circle because that was something that got him benched at points last season in highly physical series. He would be out of the lineup in favor of someone like Dalton Smith and I watched Bowers go toe-to-toe with Dalton Smith today and stand him down and it's come full circle that I noted he put on weight at the end of last year and he appears to still be really a lot stronger than he once was and I think he's leaning into the physical side of his game more and that's been the missing piece for him too. And I think that's going to benefit him in a lot of ways because there's no reason that Dalton Smith should be in the lineup ahead of him.
0: Okay. Um, so, over under Anton Bleed getting 41 games this year.
3: Hey.
1: Under. Yeah, way under. Man. God. I love your guys' confidence. So he's only. He's, he's still only 23 years old, Shane Bowers. And I know that we look at prospects and we're like, 23. He's almost dead all the while. But. I would say I would say with Bowers though like there's a thing that the Abs are doing here that's very intentional is that some of these guys that aren't going to be some of these guys that aren't going to be star players Alex Newhooks they're not going to play high roles in your lineup they're very intentionally like not bringing a lot of these guys up the one guy that they have developed into a bottom 6 guy was Logan O'Connor who was like 23 when he signed. Yeah. Which is the, again, how old Shane Bowers currently is. So I would say, while it seems like it's never going to happen or whatever, we're we're kind of like, okay, we're giving up on these guys. They're still young enough that Colorado has very much bought into the concept of we want to do what Detroit used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for better or worse. Yeah. Because let's be real here. Up until Steve Eiserman showed back up, Detroit had they not, not working, been able yeah. to develop anybody in yeah. a very long time that was worth a damn. So, uh, ex- except like Dylan Larkin. Well, but there was anyway, no development whatever. there. Yeah. Uh, point, is, point is, like, the Avs have stated before very deliberately that they want their AHL program to – they want guys to be in it for a while. They want guys so that when they get called up to the Avs, they're very comfortable with – The environment, the atmosphere, the play style, the system, the everything. And so I think that they're in oversaturation mode. And they can say things like, well, you know, we're waiting for Martin Couch to take the next step. We're doing this. And, of course, yes, they're very clearly still looking for something. But I also think that with a guy like Bowers, with a guy like Sampo, I I think that they're saying we can get by at the NHL level with some of the guys that we have. But if we needed to, I think that they would be more comfortable with one of those guys coming up and they're just trying to get a, a, a certain amount of layering in their sure. organization where they feel like here's our high end guys here are our middle tier guys here are the guys that can help us at the lower end of the roster this and is just my personal i, I love the confidence
3: <laughs> you know
1: in the, in the org and and, and it's I, not even really like confidence in the org. Sure. it's just these are conversations that i've had with people that i keep in the back of my mind where i'm like
0: and and look, that's the hope, right? That is what we hope happens. And it makes the most sense for the Avs for that to happen. But right now, the reputation is guys like A.J. Greer come out of this organization mm-hmm. who never really get over that hump.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, again, I, I mentioned that in, in my piece yesterday about the like. there has been this track record of high-end exciting prospects that they're getting there. They're getting there. They're getting there, and then right at the doorstep, yep. for whatever reason, they can't make it across the threshold. And
1: the NHL is tough.
2: And and that's the NHL is tough. And and it's to me, it's it's telling, in a sense, that most of these guys that we talk Stand about down. with the Abs, when they move on, when the Abs organization usually moves on from them. They don't ever take that next step it's not like they have anybody where it's like yeah they go get burned somewhere else you know like the Chris crispy ryan graves thing um where the yeah, abs we got a prospect and get back someone who played multiple years for him was an impact player and stuff um but yeah it's just you need to find a way to get one of these guys across that threshold uh and i think logan o'connor when you're talking about him with shane bowers is a great example because logan o'connor is someone that earned his spot back on this roster. Purely through, again, what we were just saying, a lot of the stuff that Shane Bowers does really well. Hounding pucks, getting in heavy on the forecheck, using his speed, uh, going to the net. And, and uh, you know, if that's what you're looking for one of these guys. And, like,
1: Logan O'Connor is, like, a fine fourth-line player. Right, 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 right. Like, he's fine. Right. I mean, you wouldn't even put him in, like, the upper half of, like, fourth-line guys. You're like, he's yeah, fine. Like,
2: depending on the time of year. He's, yeah. Those
1: three <laughs> weeks last year,
2: he was very, very okay. good. I, 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 I thought Logan O'Connor was was good last year. He he's, was very good. He was fine. Yeah, he, he's, he's very he's, good at the beginning. He's exactly he's what
1: I want from a fourth. I would exactly. love, I would love to see it smoothed out a little bit, like three weeks. <laughs> you know, like a like a couple of points like here an and there. Three weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. And not go nine
0: points in, like, six games and then nothing for the second half. And then zero goals in 41
2: games. (laughs) He's another one that, like. Please, sir, don't do that. (laughs) When we were, you know, we talked about Alex Galchenyuk these last few days about how, yeah, he possesses the one very difficult talent to attain. If you gave Logan O'Connor just, like, a smidge of the finish that Alex Galchenyuk has. yeah, I mean, that dude is. such a That dude litters the NHL. Matt Nieto. Matt you, Calvert. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> you and I were talking about this yesterday. Like, the, the list goes on and on. Or was that you and me talking about that this morning? I, it was all of us, yeah, I yeah. Think. And, yeah. And, 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 yeah, it's like, yeah, you find those guys all over the place where it's like, no, well, they're great. They don't ever. If you just put these two <laughs> guys together, <laughs> yeah. you'd have a
3: great hockey <laughs> player. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah but uh, it's, it's just so funny. Whoever we we're having the conversation with, uh, Logan O'Connor, Matt Nieto, and Matt Calvert were also the <laughs> examples we used. Yeah. So the theme here.
0: All right, Megan. You're the prospect girl.
3: Any other? guys uh... Nice. Um, so I'm not sure if we'll see him tomorrow or not. I don't know if he got a little banged up. He left early. And Houdon Martin is Martin Kaut getting... took
1: his place, though. So Martin Kaut ended up getting the double shifts at the end of practice in Tardif's spot. I, which I thought was interesting. So anyway, Houdon.
3: Uh, is getting in my opinion, special attention for Bednar, um, just extra one-on-ones, and that's who Bednar pointed out in day one that stood out to him. So I have this lingering feeling that if there were a call-up this year, that is who is at the top of the queue. And I don't blame him for that and i've liked the way that hudon has looked i've liked that top line but it just kind of lends itself to this prospect conversation a little bit to tamper some expectations that i don't see like a ranta call-up happening ahead of a hudon call-up and,
2: and for what she said is why i don't think anton bleed plays many games cause i think it's i think it's you instead i want well i <laughs> want to see
1: them swap yeah if the that, those two it. lines yeah. as it. as a whole because when Vedner said yesterday, there are some younger guys making me need to take a second look. I to me, I was like, "You talk about Oscar Olsson." Because through Os- through two days, Oscar Olsson looks He's good. He still looks yeah. good, yeah. And that's why I want to see that line. Uh, put put that bad line in the NHL group of. Cogliano said lack and bleed. The bad line. Well, they've been bad. Through yeah. two days they've been bad, especially relative to their peers, who have all looked varying degrees of good to great. And you swap that line, put that with the AHL group, and see if they show out a little yeah, bit. For because sure. if they do, you feel a lot better about it. And then put the uh put the Houdan, Maltev, all in yeah. the NHL group and see how they handle that that jump in pace it. and then Then you have a different idea, because if all three of those guys continue to show out in the NHL group, you're thinking you might have something here.
2: Well, and and that was, we talked about that yesterday on day one, where we were saying, like, I hope they mix these up, because a lot of these guys that we were talking about in question, the question mark on them is, can they take it to the next level? Yeah, Shane Bowers, Martin Cow, you know, whoever picked your name. Yeah, they're they're good, really good, great AHL players. Yeah, I'm waiting to see them take the next step. I really hope they mix those groups a little bit. Again, it's not game situations, but it's just it's just more data points to go off of, right?
1: Yeah, and and you would feel very different if they drop the bad line into the AHL group and Anton Bleed all of a sudden just starts ripping a it superstar. up. Superstar. You're yeah. like, "Okay, this is making more sense." Right. And fine. then you put you put Udon uh, and, and Olsson and Maltsev into the NHL group, and those guys really start to... They
2: chewed up or something. Yeah, they start yeah, to struggle
1: yeah. quite a bit more instead of looking like All-Stars. You're like, okay, like this makes a lot more sense.
2: Oh, oh nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they, yeah the, they brought the cup down off the stage. There was someone in a wheelchair so that they could get a picture of That's awesome.
0: Yep. Very cool. Woo! Um, on that note... <laughs> We gotta wrap the show up. We've been going for a hot minute now. Yeah, so it's it's time to it's my, time to wrap this. My one. right
2: ankle is sweating. <laughs> it's in the sun. Yeah, You've
0: been in the sun this whole time, over
1: here. you're gonna you're gonna have like a, the world's strangest hand, like right on your <laughs> ankle. <laughs> Hannah's gonna be like, what? The f- what is this? Leave
2: me alone.
0: And
1: you'll be like, yeah. look. Don't judge me. Yeah. Now so
3: Rito has to tan his right ankle. That even
1: it out <laughs>
0: it's, so, it's, so that
3: you're the same person. It's, it's ankle
2: season, baby. I, I don't.
0: I'll just look and it'll be tan. It'll be. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we're gonna get out of here. It was a fun day. Had training camp. Had Breck Brew. Had the cup. It was awesome.
2: I'm excited for tomorrow, dude. Yeah. Uh, the The Saturday of training, the first Saturday of training camp, is always so fun because usually it's packed. Uh, the crowds have been smaller at Family Sports than I was expecting these last couple days. A uh, little bit bigger today than yesterday, so I'm hoping that tomorrow is just kind of like a big, you know, yeah. celebration. Yeah. And I think you and I were get saying there yesterday, early. That, yeah, yeah, get there early yeah. um, if you're going to be there. But AJ, you and I were saying yesterday, like this is the, the these are the defending champs. Like I, I want to see the fans show up tomorrow and give them that one last little, you know, bit of love before the mm-hmm. new grind and the defense starts. Stop coming
1: to random places to see the cup and
0: go yeah, see yeah. the team.
2: Yeah, 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 straight up. There you go.
0: We'll end it there. We appreciate all y'all watching this whenever it went out onto the internet, so thank you. Uh, We will probably not be back tomorrow. Uh, TBD on Sunday.
1: Yeah, we're still trying to figure out our schedule for a weird ass weekend. Yeah,
2: we stepped back and realized we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have something Monday through <laughs> through Monday, the following <laughs> yeah. Friday. Yeah. So hold on, hold on. Yeah, here. yeah.
0: So we'll we'll see. There might be some some we'll pods do, and other stuff out we'll there. Do shows on Saturday, Sunday, and then we'll just skip next Thursday, Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There yeah, you yeah. go. Maybe that's that's the play. Either way, we'll be around. Keep it locked in. You know how to do it. Like, subscribe here to the YouTube channel. I hope
1: no, no, don't keep it locked in. Keep it tuned on our podcast.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, keep it locked into yeah. our podcast so, and yeah. not locked on uh, to the other podcast. I
2: think it's okay. I, yeah, I, I think so. It's not mine. Yeah. Anyway, we're out of here.
3: <laughs> Take us away. Way. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: wait.